Welcome to Backdoor Sliders, where you hear everything you need to know about your league. Here are your hosts, the creators of Coast to Coast Front Office, Stephen Bowles and Wes Maxey. Welcome to Backdoor Sliders. Today is Wednesday, May 15th. I'm Wes Maxey. I'm here with my co-host, Stephen Bowles. Stephen, long time no talk. No kidding. It's about time we got this uh, show. Uh, God, I cannot talk right now. Got this show it's going. It's been that long. It has I, been I don't even know where long. I am right now. <laughs> where are you? You're, you're a few miles from the last time we talked. That's factually correct, yeah. Um, I, I have moved. Still in Northern California, but other side of town. Bought a house. Settled nice. in now, sorta. So uh, now I'm in the uh, studio slash office slash uh, workout center. Perhaps who knows? There you go. It's yeah, whatever you need it to be. It exactly. It's a multi-purpose room, and here I am. Yeah. Awesome right. stuff. Well, hey, we're excited to be back. Sorry for uh, my busy schedule and not being able to uh, to record. So we apologize to all of our fantastic BSers out there who have been so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I I did do my little solo run, uh, test test drove going by myself. You did great job, uh, actually. Uh, I I was a I was much more critical on myself, but you know it is it's it's pretty it's a lot harder than you would think to talk to yourself for that long of time. Well, it's hard uh, enough to talk to each other, so yeah, I can totally imagine. <laughs> yeah, just you staring at the microphone. But hey, it's it's really great if you are trying to listen right before bed, and that's why we like to record late at night too. You can listen to this maybe just in time if you get it posted and just put yourself right to sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Let's let's jump right into things. So, uh, first of all, I would be remiss if I didn't tell what our top five was going to be for this uh, for this week's episode. So, of course, our top five is going to be our disappointments uh, so far this year. Yeah, so uh, I'll kick it off. Oh, you want to start with number five? We'll go ahead then. Jump right in. Yeah, I'll start with number five. My number five uh, this week is going to be Matt Carpenter. Never uh, heard of him. <laughs> not not exactly like uh, you know the top tier fantasy player, but nope. it's been like absolutely horrendous. And you could probably say that about uh, a few more of his his lineup mates uh, in St. Louis, but uh, I don't think he's even over two hundred at this point in the season. Uh, last I heard, he got a couple, two or three days benched, and uh, hey, Coop, and <laughs> so yeah, Matt Carpenter's my number five. Yeah, that's uh, that is pretty disappointing. You know, what's as disappointing as Cooper barking in the other room. <laughs> that is kind of disappointing. Even even in the uh, the studio, not helping. It's not a soundproof he, studio. He's just telling us his number five. That's what. That's right. I uh, I missed the translation on that. I'll get back to you. So uh, number five for me, I'm gonna go with my uh, my boy Michael Conforto. Oh yeah, I was super high on him coming into the year. Frankly, he probably shouldn't be my number five, but he missed some time legitimately too. We knew coming into the year that he was going to be an injury risk, uh, but his, he seemed so ahead of schedule, and I thought he was going to be back sooner. Uh, so far, 29 games, two home runs, uh, and he's he's been healthy now for most of the year, or at least active. Whether or not he's truly healthy remains to be seen, but he has been playing so. Hopefully now he had a home run uh, over this weekend, so maybe he's about to turn it around. Could only hope, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know. Uh, you know, as some some of our listeners might not know, you and I are co-owning a team. Oh, uh, that's right. 
in a in a league that uh, we'll talk about later, the Randy Johnson Bird Sanctuary. But what do you um, mean later? I say we do it right now. Okay, yeah, go for let's, the recap. Let's jump right on there. Let's tell them a little bit about this league. So uh, you and I are co-owning a team. We are the best team in the league, obviously. Uh, even though if we're not in first, that's right. It's really irrelevant. Um, so right now, you and I are cruising in fifth place. Our team has underperformed for the beginning of the year. Absolutely. Uh, but we're starting to turn it around. We had some guys that were definitely slow to start. But uh, overall, this has been a, a very competitive team. And this is a jelly bean league, you might call it. And so there is a little something to play for, aside from right. just recognition. Uh, but so far, a team has no name is uh, coming in in first place, uh, followed by move Bichette, get out the way. Uh, and then from there, it kind of drops off a little bit. Uh, into third, fourth, and fifth place, and then from there down at, at sixth, it starts to drop off a little more quickly. So right. uh, our team specifically in this league, we thought we had re- really built a, uh, a nice staff of pitching, and that has been quite disappointing. Uh, yes. Fortunately for us, our hitters have actually come around quite well and been, and been at least of late, been doing quite well, and so that's helped us kind of stay afloat in the standings. Um, aside from that, it hasn't been super active trade-wise, which was kind of a surprise to me. Yeah, you, you know, a roto, a roto, you know, money, money league. You would expect a little bit more action, but you know, uh, if you kind of go back, you think to uh, the first year that Jim Rats did this format. It was pretty slow until you know mid June, July, and then it then it really picked up. So that's kind of what I'm holding out for, hoping that things, hoping that that's how things are going to go. But yeah, I mean. We got we had a taste of first place for a little bit. That was that was great and uh, kind of come out of nowhere. Like we put up like I don't know what did we make up like twenty twenty five points in a matter of days. Yeah, just in I think it was four or five days. Yeah, and uh, held on to it for a little bit, but I've slowly slipped off. I think our offense went a little cold on us, and uh, Bryce Harper has uh, definitely cooled off from his hot start. So. Yeah, he certainly has. But because of that, he had such a hot start at the beginning of the year that he can cool off a little bit and still be, you know, just what we drafted him to be. Yeah. Which, and, which was uh, a first-round talent. J-Ram's done the exact opposite. Start off super slow, and now he's really crushing the ball. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. But, uh, so, as far was... as trades go, though, I, I will say, I think that now we're getting closer to some teams realizing that they're not going to be able to compete. Mm-hmm. Uh I know there was that last trade for Trey Mancini didn't necessarily make sense, but uh, gave up Sean Mania and Archie Bradley, and that was the first place team uh, rather mm-hmm. getting those guys uh, for Trey Mancini. So, uh, But that yeah. gives hip-hop Shoheho an opportunity to grow for the future. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, it does. And, uh, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, who are we to, who, to judge? But, That's uh, right. I've, I've so long as you are made making your team better. Dumb trades. Yeah, I've definitely made Absolutely. my share of questionable trades. So, you know, it is what it is. You always do what you think is best for your squad, and you move forward. That's right. And uh, with that, I will move forward to our other recap. Uh, in, uh, keeping, the baseball dudes. Yeah, the baseball dudes, our other new league. Because um, we're not going to really talk about 30-team. Cause it's no, just no. kind of there. We're just, it's just kind of there. It's a chilling. Thing. Yeah, it's it's there, but it's not really. I mean, it's kind of like the side piece, I guess. I'm not say. sure anyone knows what it is. <laughs> it's a little hard yeah. to define. 
It's right. rough around the edges. So for our um, recaps, and, and just a real quick for all our listeners, we're not going to do an in-depth recap of every league every week or we wouldn't get to talk about anything else. You'd be so bored in tears. A, yeah, no one, so we're no going to do a hand, handful of leagues each week. And so I figure what, what better week to start out with our two new leagues. So that's what we're doing here. And uh, so over to the baseball dudes, we have uh, Chudley Canning uh, doing very well at 15, 59, 17, and 8. It's a pretty good start of the year. And uh, it's a 750 win percentage, which is pretty solid. And uh, Mad Max Road Warriors and uh, <laughs> Blackman Lives Matter are the top, round out the top three. It's a solid um, game. Yeah. Uh, it's also Screw the Process, Raging Pawners, and Evil Empire are the, are the uh, other three teams that are in the mix considering, you know, top six go to the playoffs. You know, that's really what we're looking for. Um, yeah, it's um. Let's see if they've had any action going on here in the trade department. Oh yeah, see this league on the other hand has been fairly active. Small trades for the most. Oh, let's see, Mitch Haniger, Ozzy Albies, a third round pick for Javier Baez and Aaron Judge. Oh, wow. well, that's, that's a blockbuster. That's, yeah, Ozzy Albies that's, had a huge year so far. Yeah, and. uh I'm sure there's some contracts in there that I can't really see from this page that, uh, you know, play a big part in this. Also, we have a Garrett Cole for Dallas Keuchel trade. This has got to be a contract thing. Equal contract. Is that straight up? Yeah, that's an interesting trade. I guess uh, somebody's banking on Cole not finishing the year like he started. So, yeah. I'm not judging. Same guy. Yeah, the same guy that traded Kike. So this guy, this is interesting. So Blackman Lives Matter traded Kyle Hendricks to Dallas Keuchel, and then in two weeks spun Keuchel for Cole. So he basically went from Hendricks to Cole. That's awesome. That's a pretty. For him. That's a, that's a pretty good upgrade. I like that. That's that's good good management right there. I like that a lot. Garrett Cy Young Cole, wonderful. Yeah, nice that's, ring to it. Well done. So far, so far he is, no doubt. So, yeah, that's uh, the baseball dudes. Some impressive trading for that young man. Absolutely. Four for you, Glenn Coco. (laughs) Anything else on the baseball dudes? No, I think that's it. All right, dude, let's hop into number four. All right, for my number four, I have Anthony Rizzo. Never heard of him. Uh, He's (laughs) picking it up of late, but a very, very cold start. Uh, Cold start being, being generous. I think he just got over 200 uh, this weekend or last week. So, but he, he's getting there. But to this point, he's been he's been much of a disappointment. So, yeah, terribly slow start to the year for Rizzo. Mm-hmm. I have a share or two of him, and I can tell you all about it. But I'll I'll wait until we're not recording. So uh, number four for me, there's a a guy who I wanted to get here, but I figure that really it's the bigger entity that's disappointing to me. So. The guy is Clayton Kershaw. The entity is the Dodgers. They've been so bad. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, and it's not, I mean, it's, it's a lot of different factors here. There's a lot of injuries. But uh, Kershaw, of course, he's injured now too. But just, again, having a disappointing year. But the Dodgers to be fourth in the NL West right now behind the Giants, who yeah, coming into the year, I thought they'd be one of the worst teams in baseball, at least they're 500. 
And then right. here the Dodgers at 16 and 25, just getting swept over the weekend by the Reds, who might be the Oof. worst team in baseball. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, that's uh, pretty disappointing. Close. Yeah. Sorry if I sound angry. <laughs> a little salty. A little, a little salty, huh? A little salty. I just, yeah, I, got, I mean, I got so accustomed to watching them, watching them be good, and now here I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, oh, go Dodgers. I think what, what's their positive? Uh, Bueller has been really their only positive for the year. Boy, he has say. been positive. And um, I, I Turner come back tonight, so that's right. I didn't get to see it. I'm not sure how anything, it went. but right. Well, it can't be any worse. I know Bellinger went deep, so that's that's something. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so I guess I'll run a do a quick recap of our other leagues. Yeah, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the other leagues. So, nothing's really changed in Jim Rats. Um, Dog has got a firm positional first place there. Never heard of him. Um, <laughs> yeah, not not looking like he's going anywhere anytime soon. But you know, Jared made it making a charge. Uh, I know that uh, Steve and his Meet the Mats team. He's He's made some trades to get there, and um, I'm not sure what what he's stumbled on the last few weeks, but uh, he's lost a few points. But so I mean, proud of Steve, though. Seriously. Oh yeah, dude's killing it, man. He he's, really is. He's going out and getting it. guys, making trades. Good for him. That's exactly what you have to do to compete in this kind of league, right? And he, you know, what was it? Two. Last year was his first full year. So the year before that, he come in midseason to just an absolute shit show. Um, I like to call it a dumpster fire. Yeah, but I mean, that was, <laughs> what was was that the Bill team? He had the Bill team, right? <laughs> yes, that, he did. That, that was the Bill team, and he come in, and you know, he's got a competitive team, and I think he's made the trades. And I would not at all be surprised if uh, if I'm sending the ball to uh, Northern Virginia at the end of the year. So at the end of this year, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, he certainly has an opportunity, but... Uh, he's he's going for it. He's making the trades to do it. Uh, he so. sure is. Absolutely, he is. So, uh, who is... Who, who, I can't... For some reason, I just can't picture the... P- oh, Strasburg. He got Strasburg. Uh, who is the goon who gave up Stephen Strasburg? <laughs> the anyway. guy trying to rebuild. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, Stephen gave up Strasburg to Steve. That's, that's yes. where I'm going with this for you listeners out there who just don't quite understand. Stephen gave up Stephen Strasburg to Steve. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to Blurns Ball, um, Abe Lincoln Dynasty Hunters has, as expected, just ran the table in this league pretty much so far at 147.5 points. Um, this might be the greatest fantasy team ever assembled. Uh, some magnificent trading done last year uh, by none other than Alex Jensen to really get this team. Uh, it's a pretty dominant team. I mean, we're just this team with Syndergaard, uh, Paxton, Nola, Strasburg, Degrom, Scherzer, Severino. I mean, wow. uh, offensively, you got Sanchez, Gary Sanchez, uh, E five, J Ram, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner, <laughs> Reese Holy Hoskins. Wow. That's a whole JD lot of Mart- sex appeal. <laughs> J D Martinez, Chris Bryant, Xander Bogarts. I mean, this guy's yeah he. This is the team of the century right here. That's pretty well learned. So, What's the uh, point spread between first and second in that league? Uh, not too bad. Uh, 20, 22 points. Mm, okay. I mean, honestly, considering that roster, that's that's not so bad. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And, uh, yeah, 
Uh, second place here is um, Fight Milk Crows, who's putting it together with, uh, let's see, pretty good. So he's got Belt, who's having a good year. Javier Baez, who's having a breakout year. Alex Bredman, and not so much Carlos Correa. Both of those two will have better second halves. Not that we're even done with the first half. Mookie Betts could arguably be the best player in baseball right now. Yeah, out of uh, his mind. Marty Mazzara, uh, Matt Olson, who ha- has had good good runs um, offensively. Alex Wood, Archie Bradley, Tyler Maley, who's been good up until recently. Uh, Snail, who got rocked recently as well, so he he might be in for an awakening here pretty soon. Just kind of looking, but he so so far so good. Well, it sounds like all the pitching is on one team, so it's not like he can really pick anything right. up. Right, and, and you're uh, asking so, first place to trade it away, so that's also not likely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> moving on to rub real quick. Uh, which is another seller, seller league for me. <clears throat> taking up, taking over for Doug's disaster that he put together last year. Damn it, Doug! <laughs> so, uh, let's see. hold me closer, Tiny Dansby has the first place. Good, uh, uh, seven hundred seventy-seven win percentage. Pretty, pretty good. Wolf Cola LLC is Alex again. Um, he could definitely. He's Alex is definitely in the running for C2C Manager of the Year so far. Um, Baby Fart McGeezak's defending champs in third. Springfall Isotopes, Glorious Bast, Gregorious Bastards, and Cy Young Caliber Hair ran out of the top six. Oh, don't be you. afraid to mention number seven. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say with you peeking in there at number seven with well, actually hi, more, hi guys. more wins, but uh, several. You're about eight ties short of sixth place. So. Uh, so Yep. Uh, you know, where I'm from, winning's all that matters, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Except not in this league. So, yeah. So, I, I've had back to back bad weeks. Uh, 112 one week uh, last week and a 212 zero week the week before. That's uh, pretty rough. Uncoincidentally, at the same, right before or two weeks ago, I sold sales. So, that kind of probably has a little bit to do with that. I would say that it probably does. You know, I was really excited about my team in that league this year for the first couple of weeks. And then uh, we'll get to some reasons later on, I think, about why my team might be struggling a little bit. But that's all right. I'm not going to consider myself a seller just yet. We'll see no, how the next couple right of weeks play out. Yeah, I, I can make this work. You're right there. And then I guess that just leaves 30 team. You know, that, that thing... Washington Nationals have, still have a good lead. New York Yankees, Chicago Cubs. Miami Marlins and the Milwaukee Brewers round out the top five, and that's the 30 team. That's about all I really need to say about that. Anyone listening to this probably owns a team in it. If you're interested, just look at the standings. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your neighbor <laughs> is probably also in that league, so most of the population is in that league. Right. All right, so uh, let's hop right into our disappointing players at number three. So my most disappointing, or my most, my number three disappointing player would be Sonny Gray. Uh, Not that he would, you know, I expected him to be some kind of stud, but a six-plus ERA, definitely not what I expected. And uh, 
Yeah. So. Ooh, six plus, plus ERA. Plus, he really, I, I took a chance on him against the A's. You know, I was thinking, you know, Sonny Gray versus his old team. You know, he just come off a decent start. He's going to kill it. I'm going to roster him in all my DFS lineups. That was a good idea. <laughs> he got blown up. <laughs> Oops. So, so I'm pretty salty with Sonny Gray right now. Who's your number three? Uh, you know, let me tell you about my number three, Stephen. My number three is you. Oh. No, no, I mean you, you Darvish. You who? You yeah, <laughs> you Darvish. So you all this talk about six ERAs, I'm like, hey, why not throw this guy in the mix? Yeah. But no, uh, this is a guy who you and I are uh, are pretty familiar with so far this year as we do own him in our co-owned team. Right. So uh, I can't remember what our choice was, but when it came time to drafting Darvish, we had a choice of another guy. I think and you it was and I both, I think. No, don't tell me that. I think it was. Take it back. Tell me you're sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I really think it was Paxton. I'm going to choose to believe that you're wrong. And, it, was, uh, it was between Paxton and you or Paxton and Archer, Archer which neither either one is a bad choice. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Uh, so, yeah, so, you Darvish. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with the guy. Should we cut him? No? Okay, no. Cool. Maybe not. Maybe not yet. Yeah, I think we've taken no, all kidding. his he's gonna turn around. I think we have too. And, in fact, I think for the rest of the year he's going to have an ERA under three. So if you're interested, come and get him. <laughs> yeah, you heard he that is. right. <laughs> come and get yeah, him. he's of course he is. Yeah. Right, so let's let's jump right into it. I didn't mention this at the top of the show, and for that I apologize. But probably the most exciting thing that we've ever done on a podcast, and why not do it on our first co- fo- first podcast back <laughs> after like eighteen thousand months off, considering by yeah. my lack of being able to talk. But we're gonna make a trade. Yes, we are. We have five minutes, and we're going to make a trade. So, but not uh, with our teams. That's right, which makes it even more exciting. So, Stephen, tell them how it works. All right, so this is what what we're going to do. We call this segment Five Minutes to Make a Trade. And so what I'm going to do is I made this sweet little Python script that I'm going to run. I was wondering how um, long it would take you to say that. <laughs> not alert. very long. Not very long. So basically what it will do is it will give me a random league. And from that random league, it will give me two random teams and assign them to Wes and myself. And so, and then Wes and I will familiarize ourselves with those teams in a few minutes. And then we'll start the clock, and we have five minutes to make a trade that we think will benefit both teams. And I guess the only really caveats to it is if, like, Wes or, like, one of us gets our own, or like if I get one of Wes's teams or he gets one of my teams, then we'll just switch teams. So I would just make it a little bit more easier on us to be familiar with the teams. No, I don't do that. Let's play it no? straight. No, play I'm just kidding. Straight. I'm just kidding. All right, so here we go. I'm excited. Our league this week is... Is there a drum roll? Oh. Uh, definitely not going to be one of our teams. we got the baseball dudes. Okay. So let's go over to the baseball dudes and... Here's our team assignments. Wes, you get... Do you really get in the top team? Yeah. You get Chudley Cannons. Nice. And I get... (laughs) Go ahead, send me an offer. (laughs) I get A. Kelly's All-Stars. What place are you in? I'm in seventh place. So let's take a look at the Chudley Cannons. Let's see. Do I have access to this league? 
you might have to go through the uh, Facebook page and there's standings pinned to the top you can get in that way so you have ooh, Paul Goldsmith Brian Dozier Kyle Seeger Xander Bogarts Ronald Acuna we can just stop here I'll just uh, what do you want for Ronald Acuna no, I'm just kidding Matt Adams, Eddie Rosario, Yasmani Grandal, Jed Laurie, Marcus Simeon, Miggy, our boy Ioannis Cespedes, AJ Pollock. Not bad. Pretty solid lineup there. You got in yet? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, what a slacker. What a slacker. I didn't think this through. I apologize. Well, then I'll go look at my team while you yeah, figure out how to go look at your team. Yeah, good idea. All right, so I got on A. Kelly's All-Stars sitting in seventh place, so I'm in a familiar position to you in rub right now. Ooh, I got Wilson Contreras, Anthony Rizzo, Starlin Castro's a Cubs fan, uh, Zach Kozart, Trey Turner, Corey Dickerson, Dude, I listen. Speaking of Corey Dixon, he was on MLB Radio and talked about his new approach. Firm believer in this guy now. So, if you got Corey Dickerson in any league, I'll uh, trade you for him. Something tells me you're not telling the truth. No, I'm dead serious. Dead serious. Has his approach worked so far this year? Well, he's batting 317. Okay. Any power? Five. Okay. A little bit. I mean, um, he's in, nobody expects him to really, you know, slug it out the park every day. Or do you? Ah. Like a DJ LeMahieu type who says, oh, yeah, I could have fit for power. I just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. He, um, let's see. Lost train of thought here. Who else do I got? Oh no, I lost my page. Sorry for the silence. Complete. Oh, there it is. Alright, um. Uh, pitching, I got our boy you Darvish. Ooh, there's a strong contender. Yeah. Like I said, uh, under three, rest of the way, so. Jose Barrios. And. Let's see, Luis Gahara, who just got called up, but he's not exactly in the starting lineup yet. And Talos Keuchel, the now-known Felipe Vasquez, formerly uh, known yes. as Felipe, what was it? Oh, crap, what was it? Rivero, Felipe Rivero. Rivero. That's right. Formerly known as. I love the players that are formerly known as something. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Mike Stanton. Remember old Mike Stanton? Ah, yes, I do. How could you forget? And, yeah. It just made more sense when he was Mike. It did. All right, let's see here. So, Are you you in yet? (laughs) Oh, am I ever. I'm the Chudley Cannons, right? Yes. All right, perfect. I got all kinds of interesting guys I want to trade you. Let's see. So how long do we get to uh, to acclimate to our team here? I'll give you 
but give me, 90, give me, 90 seconds. I don't even need that long. Okay. I already know what I want to send you. Actually, let me see. Ooh, I could use an upgrade there. Oh, boy. Man, this guy's in first place. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Where is... Okay, okay. Let's see this pitching. Ah, Chris Sale. team is who I am a Kelly all-stars a Kelly's all-stars ah yes a Kelly's Kelly's. let's see Ooh, I got some decent pieces over here you do you got some decent pieces some decent Reese's pieces all right so we're ready to start this timer yeah I started I'm already Knee deep in this business, son. Oh man, come on! Just wasted two minutes of everybody's time. Well, we can deduct a one minute then. Nah, we've got five minutes. Here we go. Okay. All right, five minutes. We're starting now. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and take a stance that I'm in seventh place at this point in the year. Uh, probably I'm I'm not selling, but I'm also not going to really trade off much of my future so I'm probably I'm looking for one to two year pieces uh, well no I guess I, I look for anything I'm pretty open you know length future you know if I get the right deal I'll take something short term so I, get, I would guess actually two to four maybe some farm draft pieces that's my stance on this team yeah, that would be my guess for you too. You could still certainly compete because you could just trade in the opposite direction, like you were saying, right. and go for the shorter term guys. You have some good some good depth on this team. I honestly, I like your hitters a lot, and some of those guys are off the top of my head. You're not going to be willing to trade Trey Turner. You're not going to be willing to trade Anthony Rizzo, although he has had a, a bad start to the year, so that might would make you a little bit wary of that four year deal. Mm-hmm. Contreras, kind of a sluggish start, but I mean, it's a catcher. He's a solid one. You have him for four years. That's some good control. I feel like I'm mostly looking for pitching. Yeah. Uh, I need some pitching depth. Willing to trade away some offensive depth or even move a starter type and just kind of plug in, plug and play with that guy. I got um, I got a few extra outfielders. I got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six outfield eligible guys. Um, don't really need a second baseman. Um, don't definitely don't need a shortstop. So I'm good there. Mike could use a third baseman off offensively, but I'm probably definitely looking to get uh at minimum a mere a mid tier starter and maybe an upper tier reliever. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of starting pitching, so it's hard for us to work a deal in that direction. I, just to give you a heads up, I have, or listeners, an idea. Like, I have Chris Sale, Jeff Samarja, 
Miles Mikolas, uh, Gio Gonzalez, Kyle Freeland, Jacob DeGrom, Jake Arrieta. And then a bunch of relievers. Okay, so what would you give me for, or what would you want, excuse me, for Miles Mikolas, Gio okay. Gonzalez, or both? Okay, I'd be happy to give you both. And let's see. I would like from you, good sir, I will take one of your outfielders. And if I'm not mistaken, he's on a three-year deal, though. So let's see. But if I'm giving you both players, let me swap back to your page here. I am looking at a three-year deal. Yes, I am indeed. Oh, but there's there's some injury going on here. So what we're talking this? Starlin Marte. We're talking my boy Starlin Marte. Ooh, Starlin Marte. It's it's tough because I really only have one other guy with speed. Yeah, you do only have you are you're a little limited in speed. And well, no, you have Trey Turner. I mean, I I think that you could survive speed without Marte. I really need to. I could really use those two starting pitchers because otherwise, from week to week, I'm working with you, Barrios, and Keiko. That's like all I got. So yeah, I'm bit, probably only getting five or six starts a week, um, unless I, unless I'm streaming. You know, with Cueto and uh, Anderson being hurt, both on the DL, both on the DL. Um, I think Anderson is only a short-term thing. So, Cueto, not so much. Uh, I'm not exactly even banking on Cueto coming back this year. So, definitely, definitely probably want those two guys or maybe one and a relief pitcher. Definitely have to have one, though. So, you're saying Marte. Or are you coming off that because of the the red flag on there? No, I don't. I don't it doesn't seem to be anything super serious. Uh, some right side discomfort. Although if that's an oblique, we could be looking at an easy six weeks there. <laughs> We're terrible with this. That's five minutes. <laughs> Was that five minutes? Well, yeah. are you taking my deal, Marte, for Gio and, and Michaelis? No, I can't take that deal. You can't take that deal? No, I can't take that deal. All right, hold on. It's, it's close. You know, maybe... Um, uh, maybe if was that really five minutes? Unless my phone's crazy. You don't have an iPhone. Your phone might be crazy. <laughs> Pretty sure it was five minutes. Can't what if I what minutes. if I throw in Austin Hayes? Who? Hey, it's it's Who? a it's, it's a farm player, man. Come on, dog. Who? Fine. I would Let's say see. if you give me. Give me those two guys and one of your fourth-round picks. Fourth-round pick? Yeah. I tell you, from where I'm sitting, I have my starting outfielders right now, Acuna, Matt Adams, Eddie Rosario. And we're not even talking about utility where I have Judd Lowry and Marcus Simeon. Let's make that deal. I'll give you that fourth-rounder. All right, we're going to say that we made that because there's no way that was five minutes. No, that, that, didn't, that wasn't five minutes. Maybe it was. I it could have been. It could have been. But hey, you know what? This is our show. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> That's right. We have five and a half minutes to make a trade. <laughs> That's right. So, there we go. Uh, 
I think that was pretty successful. I think we both benefited from that. Like, I, I definitely need a boost at outfield and utility, and Marte would definitely give me some pop in the lineup. Uh, should give me a decent average. Should give me some speed. I think, I do think, though, looking at it, I, as that owner, I'm not sure exactly how this particular owner feels about that team going forward. If I had any concerns about not really being able to compete this year, I probably wouldn't make that deal. Yeah, I agree. Um, probably wouldn't make that deal at all because I'm getting two one years in a fourth round pick in a league and a second year a league will be has second draft. Probably not, but if I'm trying to win this year, I'll take that deal. I'm and that also leads us into our next segment, which is five more minutes to make another trade. <laughs> and this is this is the one where Steven's selling for the year. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We okay, got, got a few hand more. Hand, one more thing we got to get to besides finishing up our top five. So. Well, I count three. But first, there's number two. So this is our second most disappointing player so far this year. And Chris why don't we Archer. keep it consistent? Okay, Chris go ahead and tell me. Archer. I can see that. Ah, he's why don't you tell so, us why? Cause like, it's I I literally think he's just over Tampa Bay. He's just like kind of almost kind of like how I would say how you Darvis was last year, but obviously there was something wrong. It wasn't just that he was over being in Texas. It was I don't know something. I don't, well, I just don't. Darvis pitched well last year in mm-hmm. L.A. Yeah, in L.A. Right. He didn't in Texas so much. So, so now he's over Chicago too. Is it just too cold? No, I, I, I don't know what's a, going on. Anyway, I, it's, it's a it's a head thing, I believe, for him. But anyways, Chris Archer, I don't know what's going on. These guys, you know, he's a number. He is a number one. He's a one B in my opinion, but he's a number one guy. Um, in most you, rotations, you mean on that team. yeah, okay, yeah, for and, sure. Well, definitely on that team, but um, for most most teams. Especially mid-tier, you know, wild card type teams. Definitely a number one, one B type guy. But man, like he is just getting rocked right now. So frustrating. Hoping he turns it around. I think if he gets traded, he'll definitely turn it around. So I'm definitely hoping for a trade for Archer. What's your number two? I think either way, Archer has to pitch his way out of that. But he's certainly not helping his case. Or at least they're not. No. Tampa Bay is not going to get a good return out of it. Number yeah. two for me is Dylan Bundy. Ooh. I had high hopes for Dylan Bundy, so he is yeah. part of part of my uh, my team and in, in uh, rub. And so uh, started out the year, I was pretty excited about it. He's been pretty brutal. Although I did see that uh, was it yesterday or the day before he actually had an, a decent start or a, a good start. In fact, so yeah, maybe it's the start of him turning it around. I don't know. I haven't read on anything on him to see if he's changed anything in his mechanics or whatever. But uh, pretty disappointing start to the year, I must say so myself. Yeah, he's and pretty much that entire team, not except for well, except for Manny Machado, Machado who's been great. Yeah, so that that whole team's been brutal, especially the pitching. The entire pitching staff's been terrible. But yeah, I definitely agree. He's pretty big disappointment. Which so, leads yeah. us into our next discussion of Will Manny Machado <laughs> be a Yankee? <laughs> No, like I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. No. Uh, I think um, I would say. Well, I guess we'll hit this real quick. I say 
if the Dodgers get hot, he'll be a Dodger. If so, I think if they can get within, if they're within, uh, I'd say five games around mid-July, he'll be a Dodger. Um, may I could see him going to Washington. I can actually crazy crazy as it sounds. If they keep it up, which I really, as much as I would love them to... Oh, stop it. If they keep it up, I can see no. him being a Brave. Get out of here. Why? Show's over. <laughs> Why? They have... They no, have I'm just kidding. They've more... actually played well above expectations. Yes, and they have plenty to trade. They do. So, I can see that happening. I don't really expect it to happen. But I, I personally, as a fan, hope it doesn't. Not because I hope that they don't do well this year. I just... Don't I would rather them sign him at the end of the year than you know trade away prospects for him now. So, which kind of rolls us into our next topic. It sure does. That's a, a decent segue, actually. So, uh... and yeah, so we're gonna uh, take a, a little time to discuss what is the NL East right now. A pretty Since, beautiful uh, thing, if I may. Yeah. Add. Uh, so you know our t- our two boy our two teams are uh, hey now riding the top there, been at the top for a while. You know, uh, the Mets fell off relatively quickly after their hot start, and um, yeah, it's so, almost hard to remember just how well they started off the year. Yeah, uh, weren't they like eleven and one or something? It was something like? ridiculous, yeah. And, uh, Best in baseball, and then it's like they haven't won a game since. <laughs> Yeah, they're two games over five hundred. Uh, they they're still ahead of the Marlins. That's what they're playing for, right? And uh, they won tonight, twelve to two. So offenses did well tonight. It is Toronto. Not that they have the most stellar pitching staff. Factually, but, correct. yeah. Uh, so the Braves. I Man, I could talk about the Braves all night, but I'll give you one you minute. <laughs> I, I won't bring that much excitement to this show. Or, you know, we're going to have to start finding paid ads and sponsors and stuff. But, um, Ooh. That could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> have we considered that? I'll be down. No, uh, man, the, the rookies, Acuna, uh, I can't, uh, he's not a rookie technically, but Albies has been amazing. Uh, Newcomb, man, I can't say enough about the way he's pitched late, lately. You know, really their whole pitching staff, except for McCarthy lately, has just been been pretty solid Folty's having a good year you know he was he was kind of one of our you know late round targets that we had um in the um randy johnson league you know because i think we both kind of thought he's kind of due to take that next step and i think he has yeah um i mean i even uh, traded for fulton evich in gym rats in the offseason yeah and he's walk rate's still too high but i mean his k's are what you expect with that high high velocity fastball? So I'm excited. Uh, you know they still got more to come. Um, you know I'm not the biggest Colby Allard fan, but I've definitely been wrong about some of their other prospects. Uh, mainly Albies, I kind of didn't really think that he was going to be all that in a bag of chips, and I've been way off so far. Dude's a legit MVP candidate so far this year. So. You know, so but, and for me, I'm equally as excited about the Phillies. I mean, one yeah. game back of the Braves, and I mean the Braves have played great baseball. Everyone's talking about how good they are, 
how good their young superstars are, are and how, how much how good they're going to be going forward. And uh-huh. the Phillies just aren't getting as much chatter. And no, I mean, they're yeah, we're, they're not in first, so I mean, I can to a degree I can understand why. Uh, but I mean, at home this year, pretty well killing it, sixteen and six. And then just in general, a lot of the guys that you expect to do well or as a Phillies fan hope will do well actually are. Uh, and then what's really impressive to me about the Phillies is how they've been able to win even through some of the guys slumping. So in the offseason trading for Carlos Santana, who was awful to start the year. Hot now. Oh, boy, is he ever. He's absolutely raking right now. Sizzling. But uh, Nola pitching just like he should. Uh, Pavetta is somebody who you kind of hope as a fan that he's going to maybe take the next step. He's always had Ks. Mm-hmm. He's always had the ability to strike people out. Kind of like always... Fulte. Exactly. That, that same yeah. type. It's I don't know if it's – that's actually probably a pretty good comparison between the two. But but to see them take a step like that, and it, it's been so competitive. And I guess it's ironic that you and I are both sitting here talking about how much we like our team and how they're doing well. But uh, the Nationals in third place, not that they've had a bad year. I mean, they're only a game and a half out of first. But, it, I mean, it's a situation there where the back end of the rotation, you know, not really kind of holding up their end of the bargain, I suppose. The superstars still being superstars. Yeah. I, I They're, they're going to win the division, in my opinion. Um, It'd be hard for them know, not to. People, I, I saw MLB's power rankings come out today, and a lot of people put up a big stink because they got moved into the top five, and the Braves are, like, still down at, like, nine or something like that, but... Honestly, if I'm being real with myself and power ranking that, I'm probably on par with that pretty close. Um, I just... The pitching staff's good. Uh, the t- first two, they're one-two, and that pitching staff's great. Their bullpen's okay. Uh, but their you know, lineup, once it gets healthy, once, once, if ever, Eaton gets healthy, and when Murphy comes back, it just deepens that lineup so much, and I just I don't really see anybody winning the East but Washington. But you know, Braves and Philadelphia and, and Philadelphia are both just playing some really good ball. The Mets are done. Um, they had a yeah, good they're, start. They're, out of it. they're done. Uh, they're, they're just free fall. That that just team is just I don't know if they're cursed or what, but. They can't get out of their own way, and um, of course Miami's a, you know, just a dumpster fire, as you would say. <laughs> and, uh, I would say that. And so yeah, but uh, so real quick, going back to the Phillies. Yes. Am I? Do Do you feel that uh, Reese Hawk Reese Hawkins is mm-hmm. he like the next Scott Rowland with more power? Sacramento native Reese Hoskins. Oh yeah. Did not know I, that. I don't like Scott Rowland. I don't. I don't no? want to talk about him. But uh, does no? he have more power? I mean, that that's a it's a it's a big comparison. Is he a Hall of Famer, Scott Rowland? I uh, probably won't be. He's kind of like one of those fringe guys. Yeah, he, but it, I mean, he's at least in the conversation. So it's it's yeah. really hard to talk about. You know, Reese Hoskins in his second year, <laughs> will he compare? But with more power, I mean, that's almost then giving him Hall of Fame status. Um, I mean, not that Scott Rowland lacked for power. I mean, look, I got his baseball reference up. He had, he had. I mean, his one uh, sixty-two game average was twenty-five. So I mean, that's that's not bad, right? By any means. Well, especially in that era. Consider, well, considering the era he played in, that is a little low. If you think exactly. about it. 
Uh, I mean, I think his most was 34 in 2004. But that was with St. Louis, not Philadelphia. So, yeah. I mean, he had some good years in Philly. But, you know, he dipped out after his uh, arbitration years were over with. But right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I was just kind of thinking the other day. I was like trying to comp him to another Philly. And that's just who come to mind. I mean, I do think that there's great things ahead of him. Uh, he's obviously strikes out a lot still, so I don't expect that to necessarily go away. Um, but I mean, he's athletic enough that he can still play corner outfields and and first base, so that's good. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard. I, off the top of my head, I I can't give you a good comparison, but yeah, I do like I mean, the kid. He, I'm excited. Yeah, I was trying to look at. He's got forty. 47 Ks. He's already so know, far has more, year. more strikeouts than he had last year in 50 games and 39 games this year. So. But he's also walking. He's 30 walks. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, not as much power, obviously. I, I, you know, He'll never match that power run he had on last year. So Right. Well, that was a tremendous stretch. Right. I don't know. I, I like him uh, as much as I can like a Philly, but... Maybe I guess, should. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. So yeah, that's you know he's to me it's a it's to me personally not just because the Braves are in it, but I really do find it one of the more fascinating divisions this year. It's exciting. Uh, it, it really yeah, is. Yeah, just because you got two two young up and coming teams with uh, a lot of future ahead of them, and as a Braves fans and as a Braves fan and you as a Phillies fan. We got a lot of exciting series to come in the next few years, so yes. that's really some really something to look forward to. Uh, and I'm sure those two teams will be duking it out as the Gnats fall down to normalcy after they once again fail to get past the divisional series this year. And well, moving on to number one, and once they lose <laughs> Harper, but yeah, yeah let's I talk about our number one disappointment so far this year. I'll let you continue with your spree and kick it off. All right, so I'm going, as you went with the Dodgers as a whole, I'm going with the Cubs rotation Ooh. as a whole. Um, Hendricks is kind of done what you expect. Lester's been up and down. Rest of it, not so much. Expected a little bit more out of Chatwood. We expected a lot more out of you. We expected a lot more out of Quintana. Uh, so it's mainly those back, those back three that are really, really dragging them down. Uh, this team is way better than their you know their 22 and 17 record in my opinion they should they should have at least a two or three game lead and they don't so i think they're pretty disappointed they're all of their offense is coming to life and they're winning games so exactly and that's what i was just going to point out that team's going to heat up their offense is going to start to carry them a little bit i just i don't think their pitching needs to be absolutely great i think they have enough offense that they can score four runs a game and so even if they do give up a couple of runs, they're still going to win some of those games. Yeah. With Carl Edward Jr. coming to his own, I think Strope's kind of figuring it out. And then Morrow at the back end, their bullpen set. So, barring, you know, bullpen injury, uh, they're looking pretty good. Not sure what their pitching rotation depth is, but I fully expect them to walk away with the central by the end of it, which is also a pretty interesting division with the you know to just talked about the 
NL East have basically be in a four team race right now. It's it's even tighter race in the NL Central. So yeah, that that's a really fascinating division to watch as well. Yeah, I mean it's, it's hard to count out the Pirates. I mean the pieces may not be there in the same way that they are with the Cubs, but they're playing good team ball. They really are. But we'll get yeah. to that on another show. Right. Maybe if they're still playing well by then. Yeah. So uh, my number one disappointment so far this year, the most disappointing thing for me so far All this right. year. What is it, Doug? <laughs> Doug? <laughs> and, uh, I think he's always my biggest disappointment. But um, I'll digress. But my number one disappointment is Marcelo Zuna. Uh, oh and yeah. He's just been bad. He's. I mean, he's just. He's a nothing. So I, like, I drafted him in rub, thinking. Ah, uh, you know he's the best player available. He's well, he's consistent. Two overall. Yeah, number two overall. Team. I passed on Conforto, which that's not saying much. But I I almost took him there. Instead, I took Ozuna, and Ozuna has done nothing. I was concerned whether the change of scenery would would actually hurt him, and you know a lot of people could argue that that's a, a better lineup, especially considering now what the Marlins are left with. But uh, has not done him well so far. Uh, he he now has three home runs. Did he hit one today? Because I thought he had two. Uh, but so through today, 36 games, three home runs, 20 RBI, and two steals. So uh, walking at 7%, striking out 21%. So I guess career numbers, pretty consistent. Uh, he doesn't really seem to be that unlucky. Have you looked at his peripherals to see? No. Uh, I, I, I own him in gym rats, and I own him on a one year, and I'm rebuilding, so I, I really want this guy to get hot. Cause I I really want to be able to you know trade that and get some get some value for him. Yeah, why don't so, you just send him over my way? Whatever. Yeah, you're not gonna pay what I want right now for him because it's not doing anything. Well, that's why I want to yeah. pay what he's worth right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna sell him for what he's worth right now. Shame on you. That's nah. bad business. No, my business is booming over here in gym rats. <laughs> Your business is floundering. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm not looking at the standings. I'm looking at next year's standings. You're looking year at last year's that, standings. And the year after that. And then, well, I can turn around right now and look at last year's standings. Ooh, that burn. Sitting, sitting on my desk. So, Good one. Yeah. Well done. Well, hey, you know what? I don't think that's so bad for a first show back after a six-month break. No. I mean, we, we did our five-and-a-half-minute trade. As we should. <laughs> And, uh, it's exactly like so, we planned. Yeah, so we'll just rename it next week. That's right. Yeah, you know, if we do it in like four and a half minutes, and the week after we'll call it that, and we'll just we'll, we'll eventually we'll figure it out. That's perfect. Then we'll be consistent. And, uh, maybe I'll find a timer that is actually five minutes long. That's not a bad idea, and it could have like a little alarm so that we really know when five minutes is up versus you just saying, "Oh, five minutes is up." <laughs> that wasn't ideal for me. Maybe even a countdown, so I hear like dee, dee, dee. Right? That'd be a good I'll, idea. I'll, I'll get on that. Yeah, you do that. All right. So, uh, hey, by the way, let's get a guest. If anyone's interested. Yes. We're not consistently recording at a terrible time anymore, so we can work around your terrible schedule. So if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, then reach out to us. Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot where you was at for a minute. I I did. I woke up in a room. Where am I? But no, seriously, if you want to be on Backdoor Sliders, we'd love to have you. Even if you suck as a guest, we think it'd be really fun to have a third person on to maybe kick around an idea you could do a three-way trade with us in six and a half minutes we'll add a minute for that one yeah no? yeah no? bad idea oh yeah for a three-way trade yeah, we, we can have a three-way in six minutes a, a three-way trade <laughs> we can have all kinds of tweeds 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to be a guest and you can only do weekends, we can make that work somehow. Um, obviously, weeknights, um, relatively late on the East Coast. You know, I'm sitting here about quarter to one in the morning right now, but uh, it, I'm okay with it. You're a late night uh, kind of guy. Oh, yeah. So, but we, we can make whatever works. If you want to be on, we'll find a way to get you on. That's right. No Reach out. About Tell it. us. Yeah. All right. Well, <sighs> I think that's it for this week. Absolutely. Great show. Same to you, sir. Well, everyone, for Stephen Bowles on the right coast, I'm Wes Maxey on the left coast. This has been Backdoor Sliders by Coast to Coast Front Office. Thanks for listening. Send me an offer.